2: Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program we'll concentrate on music for the third Sunday in Ordinary Time and for the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, which falls two days later on Tuesday, January 25th. St. Paul was born a Jew in Tarsus, a Roman city probably just a couple of years into what we now call the Christian era. At his circumcision, he was given the Hebrew name Saul, and thereafter he was sent to Jerusalem to receive an education in the Mosaic Law. Saul was an excellent student, and as a Pharisee, he was respected for his great intellect and enthusiasm for the Jewish faith and traditions. Because of Saul's great zeal for Jewish law and traditions, he was very upset about his Jewish brethren who were following the New Way, as Christianity was first called. So, thinking that he was serving God, Saul became the worst enemy of early Christians, hunting them down and dragging them out of their homes, imprisoning them, and even having them killed. In fact, Saul was a witness to the stoning of the first Christian martyr, St. Stephen. Because Saul was a leader, he stood by and watched as those stoning Stephen laid their cloaks at his feet. It's very likely that it was Saul who ordered Stephen to be stoned. While drawing his last breath, Stephen called out to God to forgive those who were stoning him. St. Augustine later declared that had Stephen not prayed, the church would never have had the great Apostle Paul, for it was Stephen's prayer that planted the seed that later helped Saul on his path to conversion. Saul's conversion to Christianity on the road to Damascus, where he was going to persecute other Jews who had embraced Jesus, has become the archetype of such changes of heart. The blinding light that knocked him off his horse. The voice of Jesus. His temporary blindness so that he could regain his vision with his new mission, the opposite of the one he had started with his years of isolation in the Arabian desert, his seeking out Peter in Jerusalem to bless his efforts, his renaming himself Paul, his writing fully a quarter of the New Testament, his endless travels and evangelizing, all of these point to his status as the greatest missionary in the history of the Church. Today, in order to listen to our Mass ordinary in its fullness, I intend to replace the parts of the proper with polyphonic motets. We'll start, therefore, with a motet by Edward Elgar called Ave Verum, Hail True Body. The singers are the choir of St. John's College, Cambridge. We've heard in lieu of an introit Edward Elgar's lovely motet Ave Verum. Now we'll get into the Mass ordinary, the so-called Misa Caput. Our composer is the Netherlander Johannes Akegem, who lived in the 15th century. The Misa Caput was a musical setting of the Roman Catholic Mass, dating from the 1440s, by an anonymous English composer. It circulated widely on the European continent in the mid-15th century and was one of the best-loved musical works of the early Renaissance in Europe. Judging by the number of copies that have survived and the number of imitations it inspired, Caput head, is the final word in a chant from the Serum or the Salisbury Rite practiced in Britain before the Reformation. The text tells a story of Peter at the Last Supper when Jesus washed the feet of the apostles. Peter at first refused, thinking Jesus should not demean himself then realized the importance of the gesture, saying, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. We'll start with the Kyrie, a, a setting of this Mass, sung by Antwerp-based arts collective Grand de la Voix. We heard the curie of the Misa Caput in its realization by the 15th-century composer Johannes Acquagem. The curie generally goes straight into the Gloria or greater doxology, so let's let the singers of Grande Livre get on with it. That was the Gloria from Today's Mass Ordinary by Johannes Ockeghem. We now come to the first of three motets, Death Hath Deprived Me, by the English Renaissance composer Thomas Wilkes, an elegy in six voice parts for the English composer Thomas Morley, a contemporary of Wilkes's. The singers are Vox Luminis, a Belgian ensemble. That was Thomas Wilkes's elegy motet in honor of fellow composer Thomas Morley, Death Hath Deprived Me. Next is a motet with a more upbeat text, Lift Up Your Heads, from Psalm 24, famously used by Handel in his Messiah. Here the composer is the Englishman Orlando Gibbons, who flourished around the beginning of the 17th century. The performers are the University of California Chamber Chorus. We've heard Orlando Gibbons's motet, Lift Up Your Heads. Now before we return to our Ordinary for today with the Sanctus, here's another motet, this one with a very familiar text, Ave Maria. The composer is an Englishman who came between Akegem and Gibbons, namely Robert Parsons, who was a contemporary of Shakespeare's. We've heard the Motet Ave Maria by the English composer Robert Parsons. And now we've reached the Sanctus of today's Mass Ordinary, the Misa Caput by Johannes Ockeghem. That was the Sanctus of today's Mass Ordinary. Now before we go on to the Agnus day of Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Kaput, I'd like to take a moment to insert another motet by Orlando Gibbons, this one called O oh, Clap Your Hands, a text from Psalm 47. The singers again are the University of California Chamber Chorus. Oh, clap your hands Was Oh Clap Your Hands, a motet by Orlando Gibbons. And now we'll finish our Mass Ordinary setting by Johannes Akkegem with the unused day of his Misa Caput, again sung for us by the Antwerp based group Grand de la Voix. That was the on day of our mass ordinary for today, the Misa Caput. And before signing off for this afternoon, here's a last motet, this one by the English Renaissance composer Thomas Morley, called I Heard a Voice from Heaven from the Book of Revelation. That was our final music of the day, Thomas Morley's motet, I Heard a Voice from Heaven. I hope you've enjoyed this program of Johannes Ockeghem's Misa Kaput and six selected motets, all of them by English composers. And I hope you'll tune in next week when we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time with the venerable Feast of Candlemas, featuring the presentation of our Lord in the temple and officially ending the Christmastide season. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a warm and cozy weekend.
1: This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church for more information about this program including a playlist from today's show visit the glory of the mass online at materdayradio.com the glory of the mass is produced at the studios of materday radio in portland oregon
0: if you enjoyed this podcast please consider sharing it with a friend You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MatardayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.